You are listening to a sermon podcast from Kingdom City. We pray that over the next few moments, you will be blessed, equipped, and empowered to bring the reality of God to your world. Come on, let's give Him a shout of praise in this place. We praise you, God. We thank you for the great miracles, the incredible testimonies, Lord God, that have happened because people have sacrificed, people have given on someone else's for someone else's miracle, God, and you have come through for them, Lord. We just worship you in this place. God, I pray that by the end of this service, that if anybody doesn't know you, God, that they will hear, they will experience, and they will encounter that you are the God above all. We bind confusion and distraction and twisting, Lord God. We pray that we will hear this the way you want it to be heard, that unbelief will be silenced in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So good to see you all here and online as well. You can take your seats. My name is Jemima, if we haven't met, and I'm on this amazing team at Kingdom City. You know, we ended that scripture with Psalm 111, uh, verse 2, which I think we're going to put up here, which talks about the miracles, astounding miracles that the Lord has. There we go. For God's mighty miracles astound me. His wonders are so delightfully mysterious that they leave all who seek them astounded. Miracles that God does for us is not just meant for us to say, oh, thank you, Lord, and keep it to ourselves. It is a responsibility for us to share that miracle with others because when you share of the good things God has done, then you are sharing of the goodness. It is worship to God. It is the same as singing songs. It is the same as giving your, your resources as well. It is, it's practically preaching, actually. It's really preaching who God is. And so if God has done a miracle for you, it is your responsibility to share it. Sometimes the enemy will lie to us and say, it's not such a big miracle. It actually, it, it was just coincidence. There's no coincidences in God. When something happens and it's because of this and because of that, that is God's hand. That is God's favor because the Bible says all good things comes from God. And so if a good thing has happened to you and you have given of yourself to God, then that is a miracle. Whether it's healing, whether it's financial, whether it's breakthrough, whatever it is, that is a miracle. And if we don't share those miracles, if we don't talk about them, then will God give us more? Why would he give you another miracle? If you're just, the point of miracles are, when Jesus did a miracle, in, in, uh, when he was on earth, it went everywhere. Even sometimes he said, don't tell anyone because it wasn't his time yet. Oh, they still went and told everyone. Why? Because it told people that the son of God was in their midst. When you share a miracle, you are telling them, you are, you are declaring that heaven is invading earth, that supernatural is invading the natural. And so I would encourage you, if you have a miracle, anytime a miracle happens to you, you must share it, shout about it. Let's put more miracles on our maybe social medias than pictures of ourselves. Who knows? Maybe God will give us more miracles then. But 
we are going to spend um, this next few minutes just talking about the great miracles that have happened from the last week or from this last season of Miracle Offering. We love to do this every year. Just talk about it the week after because as a team, we are always amazed at how many miracles come flooding in, like flooding in so quickly. And while we are talking and sharing these miracles, if the Holy Spirit reminds you that you have had a miracle in the last week, then we would ask that you text us or QR code. They're going to put it on the online down below and I think on the sides here if you're in the room. And you can, while we're talking, you can submit that testimony live and uh, we might be able to share it if we get it in time. So if the Holy Spirit brings it back to you. But I'm going to ask these amazing pastors of ours to come to the stage. We've got Pastor Sean here who preached amazing this morning. Pastor Paul, Pastor Elaine, Pastor Scott, and Pastor Sue Lynn. And they're going to join me as we talk about all the great things. In fact, I just want to talk about uh, what happened globally at MO. We had, I think, we were trying to work it out. We think there were 28 services. We're not sure last year, last week. And then, of course, we had a lot of online gatherings as well. I think they have got some photos of everyone gathering together, singing globally the same songs, you know, coming up together, you know, at the same time. I think there it is there. They've going, there's, um, Oh, the kids as well. That was so nice. The kids gave and kids church. There was so many great testimonies about that too. And uh, the Lord just worked amazing in all our venues. I was in two campuses last week and it was like the presence of God was so strong, so real. You know, you felt it when you turned up. I was like, ooh, you could just feel in the air that God was there. He always turns up in miracle offerings. And then the services, the salvations were unbelievable as well. And I just want to give a shout out to our production team who are in KL, who spent many hours getting all the media to all the cities so that they could enjoy in all the sizes and dimensions to make sure that they could enjoy Miracle Offering as much as what KL did. But we are going to, there we go, there's still more photos there. Look at that. That's amazing. All these photos of people giving. So heart-wrenching. Yeah. All Jackson. You know, Jackson's single, by the way. But he's at home right now. Hi, Jackson. He's sick at the moment. He's watching us. I think he's sick. But yeah, amazing. All right. Well, we are going to um, just have a little bit of conversation. Do we have to have Paul so far back, Jimmy? Can we please move him a bit forward? He's like, Paul, Paul, Paul. And maybe Sulin come a little closer to you. So far away. Yeah, is that all right? Thank you. I just feel like I'm yelling across the... uh, stage. Um, I just want to share a quick one before we talk about the different ones, uh, which has to do with online and a city. So there was a family in uh, Botswana who um, early in the morning, their daughter was really, really sick and they thought they couldn't go to Miracle Offering and they were quite sad because they wanted to go and to give. So they decided to watch the online service because, uh, but it's on a lot earlier because of the time zone. So they watched the service and as they were watching the service and the story about miracles and everything, they got challenged to pray for their daughter and pray that she would get healed. And so they prayed that she would get healed. Suddenly she got healed. And they were able to go to their service in Botswana and give. So not only did they experience the online service, but they got to be in their room as well. I thought that was a very 
Good um, testimony. Well, Pastor Sean, you've got one, don't you, about well, a family. Yes, well, I was just thinking, you know, Pastor Jem was mentioning to us uh, as a church that in this miracle offering season, you know, the presence of God just flows out of this room and it goes even into the car park. And, you know, I, I, I was talking to this gentleman today who is actually part of my connect group and he's now going to be part of the, our Malacca campus. Shout out to all our guys in Malacca. Amen. And, you know, he's, we, he's had a number of emergencies uh, in the emergency room in the hospital because of a heart condition. And Pastor and, and so he's, he's, he's had this condition now where if he closes his eyes, um, he actually can lose his balance and just fall down. Wow. And so today I met him after the 9 a.m. service and he was telling us that he, when he came out of his car in the car park, yeah. he felt the presence of God touching him. And when he came in the middle of the service, he said he lifted up his hand and he closed his eyes and he had no sense of imbalance. And for the first time he, in a long time, he's managed to, wor to worship God. Now his wife is next to him. His wife is crying because she has been with him in the emergency so many times. I can think maybe in this last three weeks, probably three to four weeks, at least three times. He's been in the emergency ward in Malacca and God has touched him today at the car park. The miraculous power and presence of God. Amen. That is amazing. That was today. That was today. And then there was another healing at the car park yeah. on Wednesday as well. You want right? to share we that? Had, we yeah. had regional night uh, right in this room on Wednesday. And um, one of our carriers was sharing how when she came from work, she had such a severe uh, migraine. The pain was around her head to the base of her neck, right down to her spine. She said it was so painful when she came. She met her connect leader at the car park. And the connect leader also had a migraine. And as they were talking and praying in the car park, the presence of God came and the connect leader's migraine left immediately. At the car park, amen? At the car park. And this connect carrier is listening to this and she's like, she's having splitting headaches. She walked up into the service and there was a word of knowledge from the pulpit about someone with a pain behind their neck. And as the word was declared, the pain left immediately. Come on! It's the power of the presence of God that's released from Miracle Offering. It's uh, expanding. It's expanding. So like it's in this room and then it moves over. It, yeah. It's like a cloud that expands yes, and yes, expands and it yes. comes through sacrifice. That's right. It's You're a, right. It's amazing. That's incredible. Uh, Elaine, you've got uh, two testimonies related? Yes. You know, we've been praying uh, uh, in the prayer team for generations to be awakened. And so we've got these two sisters, five and seven. They are probably one of the younger carriers in the prayer team, right? So what happened is the seven-year-old uh, has been suffering from fits because she's got three lesions in her brain. And so um, she's been on medication for two years. Just over uh, um, last week, uh, during the Miracle Offering Weekend, we were praying and the younger sister prayed. She's, she's five, right? She prayed. And the elder sister prayed. The teams prayed. And when she went for her recent checkup, they found that there was only one lesion left. The doctors are amazed. So good. They, they are like, we don't know what happened. But 
on that same day itself, the four-year-old decided, my grandma is not feeling well. Her stomach has got this disorder. She prayed for the grandma and heard from her mother later on that the grandma was instantly healed. Like, it was exactly that same timing. And we actually have another family. The mom is... Yeah, this, this, these are the two little girls. They, they are like, wow. That's, that's Abigail. Like, she's seven. You know, she's the one that wow. got healed of the lesion. Believing for complete healing. Yeah. And then there is another uh, carrier. While she was in the prayer meeting, she saw a vision of a mother not feeling well and a little kid praying for the mom and the mom got instantly healed. So they prayed uh, for that to take place, not knowing that another carrier had a massive migraine headache and she felt led to ask her three-year-old son to lay hands and pray for her and she was instantly healed. (laughs) That's so good. No such thing as a junior Holy Spirit. No. (laughs) I love how our children are growing up with uh, the faith to believe. It's just normal for them to lay hands and to their faith. They just believe. It's it's amazing. We have one uh, testimony that came from Australia, uh, from Perth, actually. Um, They were in the service last week uh, on a Saturday, and we were speaking about the spirit of mammon. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and the spirit of poverty. And um, they had had poverty all through their life and their family as well. And so they came up for the altar call and they asked, God, would you break poverty over me and break the poverty over my uh, family? And they had made a decision to give miracle, uh, to give an amount to miracle offering. But of course, they didn't have the money for it. Straight after the service, someone comes up to them, gives him an envelope, right, with the amount of money that makes up what he needed to give for miracle offering. So that's amazing. That's God. And his parents uh, contacted him and decided that they, who were always against miracle offering, were going to decide to give that miracle offering. He said two miracles in one day. The spirit of poverty broke over both, over his parents and over him. That's so good. Amazing. Paul, you had a a testimony about an encounter. encounter. Yeah, incredible. Um, one of our carriers uh, recently lost a sibling um, early on this year. And, you know, the mother's grieving, right? Obviously, you know, I lost a child. And one of the mother's requests, so tender, you know, and the mom's a new believer as well. So tender to say, Lord, if I could only just have a, a dream of my son. Just for closure, do you know what I mean? And, you know, days turn into weeks, weeks turned into months. And, you know, people rallied around to pray and just to just minister. And... In the miracle offering season, a couple of days ago actually, the mom had a dream of her son. Not one dream, three dreams of her son. And there was such closure. Now listen, here's the fruit of such an encounter. She says, I want to make a public declaration of my faith. She wants to get baptized right now. Come and on. She's, she's asking the husband, Come do you want to join me and get baptized wow. as well? It's an encounter that's really brought about healing, closure, and now baptism. That's just phenomenal. 
incredible. That is amazing. You know, Pastor Jim, I can just add, yeah. it, this is the, the testimony is for God to repeat and do it again. And, and, and uh, you know, it was an unfortunate situation that the brother had passed away. And we had our Pastor Andrew in Singapore who actually went to the hospital to go and be and pray for the brother before he had passed on. And I remember one of our staff here uh, before when he had lost his mother, um, how the dad, and now is the late dad, um, he was grieving the loss of um, his mom. Actually, it was our Jason Joseph, you know. And so, Jason shared with me how his dad unusually went to sleep at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And when he went to sleep, he had a dream for six hours. And in the dream, he was in heaven in a garden. The wife was sitting on a swing. I don't know why she was holding a handphone. I don't know what's the significance of a handphone. So there's phones in heaven is all I heard. <laughs> and, what's that? And, 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 and he said, right... He got to speak to her for six hours and he spoke everything in her heart, in his heart. And then she had told him, okay, I'm just going to go after this. I'll see you after this. And she gets up and she walks off and he wakes up from the dream. So I remember this vivid story because I met the dad as well before he had passed on, right? And so I was sharing with the mom this, this testimony and, and we were praying and I was just so shocked when Pastor Paul told me this story. It's God really repeating the tenderness and the kindness of God. He understands grief and he comes there to minister to someone to bring them assurance. Amen? Amazing. And resolving. And resolving, resolving. that's right. He gives the opportunity to resolve. That's, that's right. incredible. Um, Elaine, you have one uh, to share about a salvation, I think, or someone accepting Jesus about a doctor. Oh, this is, this is incredible. So what happened is one of our carriers, she's an eye specialist. And um, she was very intentional in her discipleship journey. So she actually, despite her super crazy schedule, she signed up for Greenhouse last year and she got put into community team, right? So in community, you have to learn how to be thick-skinned and to call strangers, right? Like literally, rejection is high. And, and so... Uh, little did she know that God was positioning her there for, for a reason. And uh, so she began to learn how to break away from the fear of rejection, the fear of actually making calls. And up to then, she dare not pray for her patients at all. She would watch them desperate and critical and yet she knew her Jesus could make that difference. But she didn't dare until last year. And so just over last week, she's got a patient who is a six-year-old girl with a critical, with a, a long-standing autoimmune eye disease. And her parents went to many doctors. Uh, they could afford, but they couldn't deal with the fear and the anxiety of watching their daughter. And so last week, she plucked up courage to not only pray, but to invite them to her home for the Miracle Offering Connect gathering. And to a shock, they said yes. They actually turned up, okay? And you know what happened? After the video and the session, they gave their hearts to wow. Jesus. And it doesn't stop there. Oh, it bet. doesn't Come on, stop Elaine. there. Come on. <laughs> they invited the family to church that Sunday. And the little girl who was a little bit shy stood at the back, but Jesus encountered her. When they gave the altar call, she put up her hand wow. to receive Jesus. An entire family came to the Lord just because one carrier stepped out of her comfort zone and said yes to Jesus. That is amazing. <laughs> that is incredible. And to be to get saved at a home in Connect, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. 
you know, it wasn't like a seeker sensitive and 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 she, and she was sharing doctors don't do that. They don't invite oh. their patients to their home, yeah. right? But she went out of the way to do that and it's such an incredible miracle. Amazing. We've got some testimonies that have just come in. Uh, people have texted them in. There's one here. It says there was a family who was doing badly financially during MCO. Income was just enough for household needs. And they just pulled through the COVID season and they managed to give them to the miracle offering with little that they had. God has blessed this family amazingly and their household income has increased a hundred times what they gave in Miracle Offering last year, and they were able to give much, much more this year. hundred times. That isn't crazy. Amazing. Another That's a one, good moment to say, Lord, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one uh, that came in. It was a man and a wife's first MO, and they kept asking God to give them a specific amount to give. Lo and behold, a figure came to them. As they were about to give, online banking uh, became a haywire. And the wife became uneasy and irritable and the kids became chaotic. After a few moments of battling, they successfully gave. After a few days in his current role, there was a sudden surge in revenue growth against his yearly target. And he is, he is now 170% above target for the year. That's it crazy? So good. Um, Sean, you've got something about provision in Connects. Yes. And um, this Connect, the photograph is going to come out in a moment, actually. Oh. And so that, that, that guy with the cap, right, he was sharing a testimony how three years ago when he came to Kingdom City, um, and it was Miracle Offering 2019, how he, he was actually telling us the story of how he actually could only give so little into the Miracle Offering, and he lost his job. He had no job at that time. He was the lowest point of his life. I love this testimony because it's not, it's, it's the faithfulness of God that you can track and see over time. And so in a span of three years, he was sharing how this year, he was so, he was so disappointed at how little he could give in 2019. I mean, just even that is so uh, touching, right? And he said about how now today he's joined a Connect group. Uh, shout out to our amazing Connect leader, Liling, somewhere at the back there. Captain Liling, she's amazing. We honor all our incredible Connect yeah. leaders and regional yeah. leaders, by the way. Come on, give a big shout out to your Connect leader, your regional leader. They are phenomenal. So grateful for every single one of you. And so the Connect leader led and he had a job and this miracle offering. I love the testimony because it was the amount he could give. And he gave, he could give 18 times more than what he could give in 2019. He's got a stable job. He's growing well. He's got promotion. His life has turned around in just this short three years. Look at what the Lord has done. Come on. Amen. Amen. Scott, you've got a uh, testimony to do with a watch. A watch. <laughs> so there, there is a miracle offering component to this. But it's one of our carriers, a faithful carrier. They, they, they serve every Sunday. And so they were telling me that like for four years, they've been believing for an Apple watch. <laughs> That's, you know, it's just something that, that was in their heart and they believed God would give it to them. Even during the process, like, uh, somebody said, hey, I know you want this Apple Watch, so I'll give you this much money. You just top it up and you go get one. And the person said, no, God's going to do this. It's going to be God, right? 
So every year, they upgrade, like Apple upgrades, so they upgrade their request. <laughs> so the first that of so good. Yeah, I love that. right. That so so the first of this year, they ask for the Series Seven Apple. Watch. I'm not that familiar with Apple watches, but the Series Seven with the GPS and everything, and green color. That's what they wanted. So now fast forward, Miracle Offering, and then of course they had an amount they were giving for Miracle Offering, and they were praying during the fasting time, and and they felt God spoke to them. You are to give. 10% of your income to Miracle Offering. So I said, wait a minute, God, I'm already tithing 10%, right? 10%, that's my tithe. And God said, no, you're supposed to give 10% also of your income for Miracle Offering. So they felt a bit uneasy. And, and you kind of have to put that in context, right? If we gave one month salary, that's one twelfth. So 10% is more than one twelfth. So I was like, I'm not really sure this is you, God. So on Miracle Offering Sunday, uh, after the second service, when they went to lunch, they noticed their handphone had a message. They looked on the message, and there, an anonymous person had deposited exactly 10% of their monthly income to confirm, wow. yes, this is me speaking. Wow. So they gave that. They come back to serve in the 5 p.m., Someone walks up and you can see handed them the Apple Watch series. That is GPS crazy. With what the is <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, only God. God. Only God. I should do that for the proton. <laughs> that is amazing. But God is like that, you know? So he true. just loves, he loves you. He loves you. You know, and Sometimes our stinginess or our experience of our own family can be like, why? That's just luxury. That's not. But he, no, he loves you. He's like, he is a father and he loves you. What father would not want to bless their, their child? He gives you the desires of your heart. That is such a great, I love that. Um, Elaine, you've got one on, uh, you want to share the one on blessing and favor? Yes. So, one of our regional leaders, she's also a carrier. Um, what happened is the Connect specializes in praying for people that have actually lost jobs. And they come together to really uh, uh, sow and support their Connect members uh, through different areas. But what happened is her husband is a pilot. So during the, the whole COVID season, the, the company, his company defaulted on their contract and released him one and a half uh, years earlier and so they had to survive uh, on EPF and it was a tough season because they felt God said so into the Connect members, so into others, right? And and she she was she she actually didn't really pray so much for themselves. And God was like, Why don't you ask? Why don't you ask for a job for your husband, right? And at a just to take note, right, he is in his mid-60s. So like people would retire at that age, right, but they chose uh, to, to ask. And there was, a, there was a certain amount she was supposed to give into Miracle Offering. She's like, wow, God, we are tight, but that, that is a real test me and watch me work that miracle. And the husband is very shy. He doesn't go around mixing with people, but this particular situation forced him to go and meet people. 
people and in one of the meetings, there was a divine appointment. Someone offered him the job to be a trainer for the younger pilots. And, and during the season, the pilots' uh, 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 income is slashed, right? But what he is getting to be a trainer is like what he got way before COVID, which is impossible because they're hiring a 65-year-old. It is such a miracle of what it means while waiting for your miracle, you choose to be miracles, right? And the power of prayer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So good. I love that. Oh, Please keep bringing in your testimonies. We're getting them in. If you're online or in the room as well, we're getting some great ones that are coming in. This just came in. There was a man who was in Miracle Offering this year and for the first time, uh, who gave for the first time. He was always cynical about giving, so he struggled to give. But he gave anyway, despite having financial difficulties. And after giving, he went overseas. And while he was overseas, he had the idea to check his bank account. And there was payments that were put into his account. It's unexpected payments. Um, that was 20 times more than what he gave in Miracle Offering. He thanks God for this miracle and says it has changed the way he looks at giving to God's kingdom. Incredible. Amazing. So good. Um, Sulin, we had some great youth. Because uh, the youth met on Friday night, didn't yes. they? Um, I, I just want to say that it was so incredible to see our youth give. It was such an, I think it was such a privilege for me personally to be able to, I'm getting emotional. I'm talking about it because they were so eager. They were so excited. The moment we said, okay, we're going to, you know, take this time. We're going to give into the miracle offering. And everybody came rushing to the front with their, their boxes and they gave. They were, I mean, before, before we even had the service, there were kids selling things, making, yeah. And there, were, there was this kid, I think Pastor Sam bought an origami from him. He made origamis to sell, like, like a folded piece of paper and he bought something from him. But they were just being creative and, and wanting to um, raise money for a miracle offering, which was so touching. Um, but yeah, one of the stories from our youth, one of our youth carriers, she had an amount that she wanted to give, but she didn't have it. Like she had been getting pocket money from her parents and she had been saving it, but she, it wasn't quite the amount. And her, her family was going through a tough time financially. And so she was praying um, for the family and also trying to help the family save some money. And so during this time, she was also um, a ballet student and she was graduating in her final year in ballet. And so taking ballet, you could either graduate early or you can graduate later. And if you graduate later, you have to pay extra for classes and the classes are exorbitant they're really expensive and so she prayed really hard we all got around we prayed for her and she graduated early which meant which meant she saved a lot of money but not only that like she only needed one extra class like she didn't have to do like a lot of classes just one and and that um, season during the leading up to miracle offering she saw a financial breakthrough in her family her dad who had been looking for jobs like his business started to grow 
He started getting um, more jobs and her mom who was uh, working part-time got, got confirmed as a full-time staff and then her brother got, received jobs as well and he got paid double what he used to be paid. And so because of that, they got to participate and they got to give into Miracle Offering. Yeah. The whole family whole benefited family. Whole family. because of that. Uh, I loved the youth on Friday night because uh, what we did was we played, we showed the youth the future, didn't we? We showed them the um, building. Um, We did it in a few of our countries and we showed the youth what we are putting into for their future and they went crazy like all the cities were sending me the videos the kids are screaming especially when they see the basketball court and just yelling and and it was giving them vision to show them what they're a part of and what they'll they'll do and I think at the end I think we played it as we praised all over the the world we put it on and the kids went crazy that was probably one of my favorite videos um you've got another one Sue don't you um yes about MO dinner? Yes, yes. Actually, this one, um, Pastor Sean gave a shout out to Liling. She's incredible. So she brought this family to, um, I'm, well, brought them to church and, and in her connect, they got saved. And um, I think their dad was not a believer before and he got saved during the pandemic. The whole family actually got baptized during the pandemic. And I had the privilege of being there and I was meeting them for the first time during their baptism. The dad was being uh, baptized over Zoom, and the family was being baptized right where we were. And these two, Sean and and Steffi, when I first met them, they were so shy. Especially Steffi, she wouldn't speak a word to me. But I just invited her to youth, and she came. I was so shocked that she came because she wouldn't talk to me. She came. <laughs> And she had a great time and stayed. But these two have been great carriers of the house. But anyway, they have been like believing, you know, for God to, um, to give, to, to, uh, provide an amount for miracle offering because they, they don't come from a family with good finances as well. So they had been struggling as well financially. And, but what happened was we had miracle offering dinner. And um, they had been wanting to come, but they didn't have the money to come. But then that week leading up to Emo dinner, um, the dad's boss gave him money, like put some money in his account, and it was enough to cover the Emo dinner and more. And so they gave the extra into Miracle Offering, which is what they weren't expecting to give. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so good. We've got one from... Um, uh, so we had gatherings in Sydney, Germany, Bristol, Qatar, Washington, D.C., and Jakarta. They were gatherings for MO. In fact, we met a whole bunch from Sydney. Shout out to the Sydney crew that are watching uh, this week when we were in Sydney. There were about 10 people came up to us uh, when we were at a conference, and they were all from the online campus. Um, and they, uh, so this one comes from Bristol, Bristol. Yeah. I felt God telling me a specific amount to give over the weekend. It was a little higher than I maybe would have been considering. I've gotten paid for my last job, but I was faithful. And yesterday I found out that I'm actually going to be paid more than I thought for working at my last job. The invoice I submitted is more than what my offering was. It's a little thing, but God is so good. We can't outgive his faithfulness and provision. I'm so excited with what he is doing with us. Amen. Amen. God is good. Now, sometimes when we give with miracle offering, it opens the door for salvations. 
And uh, Paul, you've got one about that. Yes, this is an incredible testimony. Uh, one of our carriers invited a friend of his for of over 40 years, an old friend, you know. Uh, and this person is from a completely different faith. Came to our miracle offering service on a Sunday and firstly sowed into the miracle offering. Come on, it's one thing for a believer to give into the miracle offering. Yeah. These are unbelievers saying, you know what, God is doing something. I want my money there. You know what I mean? Sowing to the miracle offering. And of course, the, the biggest miracle was this person gave his life to Jesus. Come on. Now, there's, there's, there's actually a follow-up to that. It's not, uh, you know, in, in, in record. I just found out recently. Now, what happened to this carrier who's faithfully serving, giving, uh, and br- inviting people? Uh, this carrier who invited the friend who got saved, in the last seven days, had both his parents come to know Jesus. His mom and dad, who were unbelievers, got saved in the same week. Wow. Amen. So it's incredible the ripple effect of of, uh, his obedience in inviting someone for the miracle offering service. And his own family now has been uh, delivered. Can I just share one testimony, Pastor Jam? Shout out to Greenhouse if you're part of Greenhouse. Um, At the miracle offering dinner, um, I met this young man. And this person, I remember interviewing him at Greenhouse. And um, clinically, I mean, depressed, uh, didn't want to do Greenhouse, not out of the house, just severe. And the family was struggling with him, all right? Didn't know what to do. Great guy, but just struggling with dark thoughts. And it, it was really serious, all right? The family didn't know what to do. And at the miracle offering dinner, I saw this man, I almost fainted. Uh, I thought the man was born. He looked completely different. I, I put, yeah, amen. I, I put, the whole family were there. They sold into Miracle Offering. They were at the Miracle Offering dinner. I sat down and I said, what happened to you? He said, Pastor, I just watched the greenhouse classes. <laughs> i like, what? Now, being a good greenhouse uh, person, I went and checked. And he actually watched all the classes live, bar one. That's over 70 classes, Right. And he said, just watching that and, I, and, and then God has done a transformation. Wow. And, in the, and in the miracle offering week, I called him last week just to check up how you're doing. He said, Pastor, it's been two years and I've just started work. It's been two weeks. Wow. He's not only come out of house, he started a work as well. All this has come to fruition during the miracle offering week. And I said, we got to get your testimony on camera. He said, yeah, slowly, Pastor, slowly. I'm just... I said, okay, take your time. <laughs> Like his life got back into order. You know, when you get your finances into order and you show the heart of God with your giving, then your life gets back into order. That's incredible. Another testimony just came in um, from somebody, I think, in the room. It says, a man was involved in a bad accident. His car turned upside down. And as he crawled out of the car, he had no major injuries and only minor injuries. He said this, just want to thank God I'm alive. Do we have the, oh yeah, look at that. That's like looks underwater or something. Or did you put the photo upside down? No, the photo is not upside down. Okay. All right. Um, He wants to praise God for what has happened and what, and the accident, his car value was, his car value was under market. And he, if he were to sell it secondhand, but because of the way the accident was, it was declared lost and the money paid out double the market value. He just wants to say thank you and thanks to God, who's the God of miracles. Amen. That is amazing. We've got a few other salvations. Scott, you've got one, don't you? A salvation testimony. 
Actually, Paul, that, that was part of what Paul told us. Paul, you took it. But anyway, it was really cool. The cool part about it is this carrier, right? They've been praying for their parents' salvation for 17 years. So imagine they bring their friend to Miracle Offering and he gets saved just like that. And, you know, I mean, come on, our heart's like, God, what do we have to do for our parents? And yeah, the very next day on Monday, the dad who I believe, if I understand correctly, was actually a priest, a Hindu priest, the grandfather. Um, anyway, then the, the dad got saved on Monday and yesterday the mom got saved. So just incredible. Amazing. Just incredible. Yes. I see that they fasted for 20 days. Yes. So Did they join the 10 days? They did 20 days. So they joined us for the 10, but mm. they doubled it. Doubled it. Um, leading up to Miracle Offering yes, for yeah. their parents. For their parents. Wow. Amazing. Incredible. That is incredible. That's convicting. That is convicting. Yes. That is so good. We have this uh, testimony from Auckland. You know, we often pray that when we have church buildings that um, people will drive by and they won't be able to help but stop and come in. Like just, we, we pray anointing over our buildings. And this is one from Auckland, our new building there. There was a guy that was, um, he came into the service and one of our team met him uh, during the take two when they give the welcome bags out. And he introduced um our team member introduced themselves to him and said, oh, how'd you hear about Kingdom City? He said, I was just driving past and I saw the building and not knowing it was a church, I decided to come in. He said he, he was a Catholic. So during the service, he raised his hands and he sang. And when it was time to give a miracle offering, he went up and he, and he um, put an envelope in the miracle offering box. And then when the salvation altar call was given, he responded, walked up and gave his life to Jesus. I just walked in. Let it happen again, Lord. Let it happen again. Another testimony that just came in, both my family and my in-laws are from a strong Hindu background. Wow, another one. A week after last year's Emo, my dad had an encounter with Jesus a week after Emo, and he passed on 12 days later. This year, both my father and mother-in-law have been saved within one week after Emo. It is so good. And lastly, this one, a connect leader in Germany invited a refugee family to Miracle Offering after meeting them. The family only speaks Turkish and the connect leader spoke Turkish. And at the end of MO, they gave their heart to Jesus. Praise God. It was a language that they knew. God knew. God knew. You know, you might have listened to all these testimonies because sometimes we can get familiar with stories and testimonies go, okay, yeah, really? Did that really happen? Or was that really God? But I just want to encourage you. We just want to end this service praying for anybody who needs a miracle. Maybe it was provision, salvation, parent salvation, um, job, your life is out of order, healing, sickness, whatever it is, we want to pray that God will do it again. There is an atmosphere in here of faith for miracles, and there's nothing too big for God. And even online, we want to pray for you too, that our God, the God of miracles will work, that he will provide, that he will defend, that he will mend, whatever that is. So would you just stand in this place? And even online, would you stand? You know, I just really felt when I was in the worship that uh, as we sang that House of Miracles song, that uh, God wants to pour out His love 
on some of you that have felt that God is distant or that He's punishing you or that He's... Um, I just saw a picture of God just stepping back and going, ah, uh, see? And God is not like that. That is the enemy that is twisted of what God is like. And I feel that God tonight just wants to pour out His love and minister to you and, and show you are worth it. That whatever desire or burden that you have, whatever you're struggling with, God can come through for you. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you have never entered into a relationship with Jesus, we want you to know that He loves you very much. So much that He died on the cross for all of your sins that stood between you and God. If you would like to make a decision to follow Jesus today, all you need to do is to repeat this prayer. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I'm not right with you and I want to be right with you. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me and making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or if God has done anything in your life because of this podcast, we would love to know. Email us at testimony at kingdomcity.com.